Welcome to the Dreaming Back to the Earth podcast. We are dedicated to exploring the concept that our dreams and their wisdom are a path to our soul-rooted relationship to Earth and self. During these podcasts, we will share our unique experiences, perspectives, and practices that foster an understanding of how each dream speaks to awakening and guiding us on a personal and ecological level. I'm Katrina Dreamer, co-host with Mary Kay Casper. Last episode, you were treated to some of Mary Kay's beliefs about dreaming, and this episode, it's my turn. I've been fascinated by my dreams since high school, but I really started diving in when I went to grad school at JFK University in Northern California. My first semester, I took three classes on dreams and was plunged headfirst into this magical world. These classes all had a major impact on me. In one class, all the students participated in a dream theater exercise that worked one of my dreams, a big dream, as in Carl Jung's definition of a big dream, meaning one that is archetypal, numinous, and will stay with the dreamer for their entire life. In another class, I began connecting with my ancestors in dream time, which led to some potent and life-changing dreams. And in the third, I began cultivating the connection between dreams and my body. It was through these classes that I had my first contact with the theories and dreamers that have impacted my beliefs around dreams. Robert Moss and his active dreaming approach, Arnold Mendel and the idea of a dream body, Carl Jung's ideas around archetypes, myths, active imagination, and the numinous, James Hillman and archetypal psychology, and Steven Eisenstadt and dream tending. A few semesters later, I began pairing my love of dreams with my longtime interest in nature and environmental justice. I learned about eco-psychology, terra-psychology, and earth dreaming, and was introduced to the work of Starhawk, Joanna Macy, Chellis Glendinning, and Linda Bazell. Finally, some women. The two blend seamlessly together, and I appreciate how each informs the other. As an aside, I recognize that this list is completely populated with white people, and that is definitely something I'd like to explore and discuss later on in these podcasts. After steeping in the work of all these great minds and hearts, my own dream practices and ideas began to emerge. I believe that the line between dreaming and waking is thinner than we like to admit, and that dream experiences can happen while awake and while asleep. I believe that we can develop a and grow a relationship with our immediate landscape, both in dreaming and waking. A project I did nearly a decade ago asked people to sit with a place that they felt drawn to, their backyard, a local park or lake, a patch of sky, and begin a relationship with that place. That meant sitting with it for at least five minutes a day, being with it, noticing it, paying attention to the other life forms there. After a few weeks, people <clears throat> began to notice interesting shifts in their dreams, their thoughts, their consciousness. I'm fascinated by the relationship we have with place and how that shows up in dreams. I believe that if each of us were able to take five minutes a day to really commune and enter into relationship with the place where we live, we could shift into a much healthier relationship with the earth. I believe dreams can be an incubation space for new ideas and ways of being. 
So many great inventors, thinkers, scientists, and creatives have cultivated dream practices that helped them discover novel and life-changing ideas that moved both themselves and our society as a whole forward. But it isn't only in the realm of the mind that dreams dwell. They live in our bodies and can give us important information about the state of our body, which is also our most immediate connection with the earth. Dreams live in the spiritual realm and can serve as spiritual practice, helping us connect with the divine, with the ancestors, with earth, with the elements, with animals, and with helpful guides and teachers. Dreams live in the earth. I would love to know if the earth dreams, and I like to think that she does. All of these pieces weave together to create the multidimensional and diverse tapestry of the dream. My particular interest lies in discovering how dreams help us connect with landscapes, those where we live, where we feel particular connections with, and those where our ancestors lived. How does the land send us messages through our dreams and how can we converse with the land in this realm? How do animals speak to us in dreams and what do they tell us? As a pagan and a druid, I'm curious about how we might connect with elementals and earth spirits in dreams. I also wonder how we can maintain and nurture our connection with the earth in the increasingly technological and wired culture in which we find ourselves. I wonder how we can foster a dream culture that values dreams and teaches children to listen to their dream wisdom starting from a young age. How can our dreams help us through initiations, difficult times, and challenges we face? Those are just a few of the questions that intrigue me about the dream world. So there you have it. Just as Mary Kay did last time, I'll leave you with a practice. It's a simple one. Choose an outdoor place you feel a connection with. As I mentioned earlier, it could be your back or your front yard, a lake, the beach, a forest, the tree down the block, or even a patch of sky. Think of a time when you can dedicate five minutes every day to spend with this place. If the weather is frigid, like it is in Vermont right now, you can certainly look out a window, but ideally you'll actually be outside for this. Take a couple of deep breaths to center yourself. The first time you do this, see if you can become really present to the place. What do you see? What do you smell? Is there a taste on the air? What do you feel under your feet or when you reach out with your hands? What do you hear? What do you notice about the landscape? Is it sparse or full of life? What feeling do you get when you're present with it? What animals and plants do you see or hear? At the end of the five minutes, thank the place for being there, for allowing you to really be with it. Have gratitude for being able to begin that connection. Do this every day for a week, and as you do, pay attention to your dreams. Do you notice a shift? You can do this for even longer, but a week is a good starting point. Have a journal handy so you can document any experiences or thoughts you have after you sit with the place. And share your experiences with us. We would love to hear your thoughts, and you can email us at dreamingbacktotheearth at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Katrina Dreamer, and this is the Dreaming Back to the Earth podcast.